What's going on guys? Welcome to River City 93, brought to you by Roughneck Scars, Icarus FC, and of course, For the Culture. This is your host as always, Elliot Barr, and is joining me is my good man. Shanir Duran II. Who is a little gloom and doom. Uh, I'm just frustrated. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, about why you are frustrated, but we are recording this uh, right after Richmond Kickers 2-1 defeat. To Chattanooga Red Wolves, that makes it three straight losses on the road to the Red Wolves dating back to last season, which is disappointing, but it's one of those things. I, I will say this, and we were saying this before the pod, and um, we are testing out Instagram Live for the first time ever, so we are recording this show while we are also on Instagram Live, so thank you to those that are watching us. Yes, yes. Um, I say this loss is what the kickers needed. Right before we go into this mini home stretch against two two teams, um, and also it lets us know that we, the way we've been playing, is not good enough. Yes, you know. So I understand why you are frustrated. Trust me, I hundred percent do. No, but it, it, this game really just showed exactly why we're not good enough. Um, the we're not. Why, at, the, I wouldn't say we're not the, good enough. We're not at that level. We're not at the level that the table suggested. Yeah, basically, we're not yeah. there yet. Have we been playing good? Have we been playing good matches? Yes. I also think that there's room for improvement as things that has been concerning to me, such as, you know, the ability to move the ball through the midfield. Yeah. Um, I think in this game, definitely we get too safe too early on. But I also think the way how Chattanooga set up kind of cut out a lot of the things that we wanted to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's also another thing is a more potent attacking threat is something we're lacking. Yeah. And because we don't have a potent attacking threat, we go back to the issue that you just brought up, the fact that we are not moving through the midfield. It's easier when you're facing a team that doesn't have an attacking threat to cheat a little in terms of defensive line into the midfield to crowd out the other team. Yeah. But if you have an attacking threat, a potent and and recognizable attacking threat, then a, a defense has to remain honest. They have to stay back, which clears up that space in the middle. Yeah. And we and that's one thing we really really saw in this game was Chattanooga completely clogged up the middle. And there was no, I think maybe once we had a sequence of four or five passes in the midfield in the, on their half of the field. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. I think the other thing we saw, the lineup looked positive. Um, for those who don't know, Richard came out, eh, I want to say 4-3-3, maybe a 4-4-1-1. Four, four, one, one. Mm-hmm. Formations are a thing, but we did see Luke Buffon come back up in Wape, uh, Bodog, and Tizagi, Riley Craft Flack right behind them. So that gave you kind of a sense of positive. Yes. And plus, we saw Ian Antley back. Yes, yes. Outside of that, everything else looked fine. The first, I want to say, first 20, 25 minutes, we looked like the more dangerous team. We were getting opportunities, but something happened in after we scored that goal, which by the way, you didn't see it because you had to coach a game because, you know, you're a whole coach and so you get paid. <laughs> um, <laughs> something happened within that game to where we scored and it's like we just bunkered. And yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, just 
it's way too early. You don't bunker in the first half. And, okay, let me correct it. Because I think bunker's the wrong term. That's a bit extreme, yeah. but... I think it's more of we were just like, all right, we're going to sit back. And play it safe. And play it safe, or we're going to wait for you to make the mistake and then pounce onto it. But in order to pounce into the mistake, you need to be able to connect passes in the midfield. Exactly. And the way how Chattanooga was set up, it was, we're not going to allow you that opportunity to just play in the midfield. You're not going to play. Yeah, we did not allow us to play in the midfield at all. At yeah. all, at all. And so, going to the goal that Richmond scored, it pretty much came off of Akira just kicking it long. And mm-hmm. he put it in the right spot. This is one of the key parts of Akira. And I'm going to bring up a question to you, and I, I'm going to see how you feel about it later. Um, but the way how, when Akira kicked it, it looked like it was going to a Chattanooga player. And the Chattanooga player was saying in the middle of midfield. Right across him is Nwape. Comes across the left side, and pretty much he caught him out of the black side. So Nwape just jumps the air, gets a foot to it. But when Nwape turns... He doesn't does the thing of you see most players in the position. He kind of sit on the ball and just scan the field to see where everything at. Mm-hmm. He already knows, like mid jump. Once I get this ball, I am playing it far to Bodunk. Soon as he does that, he plays it outside to Bodunk. Bodunk goes into the wing, cuts inside, and just lays off a beautiful ball to Terzaghi, who takes it off the volley. And this is the part of where I was saying like having a player like Luke Pavon. Is key because Luke Buffon, what he does, what Luke does is he kind of, you ever you know like Thomas Mueller, like the person who interprets space. Yes, that's what Luke does. Yes, <laughs> Luke, Luke interprets the space and pretty much opens up a channel for Chizagi to run into. Yeah, who takes it off the volley. Now, at that moment, you're like, All right, something positive, some it feels great, but then a couple of minutes later. We have the incident from Akira where Akira, he tries to go for the ball. Any goalkeeper does. But what happened mm-hmm. was he pretty much just, he, mis, he misreads it. He Basically, much, yeah, yeah. He just misreads it. Um, I can't remember the Chattanooga player. And you also have to take into consideration, if you actually pay attention to the game and you look like above the, the seats, you see those flags are moving. So there's, there is wind that is affecting the flight of the ball. Yeah, but at this affect. point, it's like, I care each other done a lot better with this ball. It, it's not like the ball is in the air and get caught up there. It's literally like eye level. He just misreads it. Mm-hmm. He just misreads it. Um, and I, the Chattanooga player, I can't remember his name right now uh, to save my life. I think it was uh, Pereira. Not Pereira. Ricardo. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> that's really bad. But he takes a shot. He hits off the crossbar. Nothing else out of the half really stood out. We get out of the half with, you know, being up one nothing, So we're mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, we can get this through. I don't know what happened in the halftime, but it just didn't, it didn't click, you know. It didn't click. It, it, it didn't click, yes, but I do feel there wasn't, there was this sense of being too cautious in the final third. Yeah. This sense of so many times you're, we were in space, there were options up front, and we end up passing the ball backwards. And we, it ends up all the way back by uh, Venter or Magales. Yeah. 
and they're they're almost in a position where they're about to pass it back to Akira, and it's like we were in their final third. Now we're we're all the way back here. Now I understand you want to build up that possession, you want to build up that play, but we don't want to get trapped into some of what we saw last season of possession for possession's sake. Yeah, we don't want to get trapped into that. And I saw that a lot in this game. They just having possession just to have possession. It's like well, the no. thing is, we barely had possession. It it wasn't like how last year we had majority of possession in the midfield and maybe a little bit closer to the final third of where we could, you know, maybe had a chance. That wasn't the case in this game. It was literally get the ball. We're trying to build something, and before we can build it, is either a mistouch. Mm-hmm. We're trying to go to the midfield, trying to cut it out. And we have to play it back and then play the long ball and then Chattanooga cut out the chance and then they come up the field. Like Chattanooga literally it Chattanooga had majority of possession is because the, where they were getting the ball from us, they were getting in dangerous positions and putting yeah. us under pressure. Yeah. You know, it was the thing of when we came into the second half, it looked like two totally different games of where it really reminded me of that first Chatt- uh FC Tucson game where we could not build. We couldn't build anything. No. You know, and if, if soccer's one of those games where... If you can't build, it's... it's you're not going to be able to do anything. Good luck, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be able to create anything. You're not going to be able to do anything. You're not going to be able to move the ball up the field like we wanted to. And that was the thing that we were pointing out the whole game is, like, if we couldn't move that ball up, it you, you can't do anything. You can't. So that's what I'm saying, like, now, for Chattanooga, two goals literally came because of two substitutes that happened. Yes. You know, Stephen Beattie comes on, and who was the other guy? Uh, Hernandez. Hernandez? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the first goal, I'll let you describe that because you were paying more, far more attention than what I was. I was looking for a quick one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think that that first goal that they – the first goal that Chattanooga scored, the, the goal – the equalizing goal? Mm-hmm. Well, the equalizing goal – it was coming. It was strange. Um, and it, it's funny because BD, I think, comes on for that goal score for Dietrich. And it, the ball comes into Dietrich in the box. And literally, I think Magales has him covered. And the ball takes a weird bounce kind of around the back of his left leg. And you can even see Dietrich stumble. Yeah. Into the ball. It's like he stumbled into the path of the ball. And it's like, whoa, look what you found. And it's on his left foot and he just hits it. Yeah. And in that situation, with that weird lucky bounce, Magales is thrown off. You know, he's going to his left and the ball goes to his right as it takes that weird bounce off of, I'm not sure if it's like Dietrich's ankle or something, but... It it looked it did not look like it was something where okay Dietrich just beats Magales or Magales doesn't defend him well enough. No, it was it took a lucky bounce and that ball took a lucky bounce off of him into space and he just rips it and he's too close for Akira to really do much of anything for it. Yeah, it was so, nothing Akira could do on that one. Yeah, and again that's another assist from Hernandez though. Yeah, but I mean also like. At this point in time, there's no way a player that just got subbed on should be able just to run free to the midfield. Because I put some I put some blame on the midfield as well. It wasn't like anyone tried to cut out 
cut him out. Yeah. You know, it was kind of just like, oh, he just got on the field. He's making a run. Uh, he's not going to do anything. But that also goes back into how we were playing since we scored a goal. It was pretty much, like you said, safety. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like Hernandez just comes on, literally just comes on and is able to get into that space to thread that pass. So at the end of the day, a player that just came on, granted, one thing that a lot of people don't take into consideration and is the reason why a lot of players who just come on always do well, either get a close to a chance, an assist, or a goal, is because they're spending the entire game up until they come on watching and yeah. seeing the tendencies of different players, seeing what what this player is doing. Where is this player going to be? Where is this player tend to move to? But then again, at the end of the day, he's a new player coming on. Their eyes should be on him. Yeah, it's I, it's not it's not new that you know no, fresh players you know. But I also feel like if literally if you would have took the lineup from the FC Tucson game and flipped it with the lineup of the Chattanooga game, yeah. And I don't want to seem like I'm like, well, dang, we should have won this game. But I feel like a player like Cuomo, or if we had Mumbai. They're naturally a player that sits back. <clears throat> yeah, they're naturally a player that sits back. They're naturally a player that protects the back line. It would have recognized the play quicker. Like, hey, yes, look, he's running free. Yeah, exactly. I think Mark Hernandez wouldn't have had as much joy if it wasn't for um, if if Cuomo or Mumbai was were on the field. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they cover that space. They cover those areas. And I don't know. Yeah, it's so... Of course, we have a couple of more subs on. Now, your boy, well, not your boy, one of your other sons, Jonathan Bolognese, I like him a lot as a super sub, but I need him to improve that first touch. Yes, that first this touch. This is the second week in a row we've seen that first touch kind of be like, and you, it's funny how you called it. You were kind of like, he's too fast for his own good. Like, he forgets the ball. In yeah. a situation where he doesn't, like, need to. Like, dude, the ball's there. Like, just... Yeah, yeah, you you can see he just wants it. He gets that ball. He just wants to take off, and he forgets you, you have to take the ball with you. Yeah, it's that, right there, son. It's it's got to come with you. You can't just go. It's not gonna follow you. It's not a dog. <laughs> take it with you. I'll be back to make a dog represent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you don't just say come here and it comes with you. No? <laughs> but yeah, like I, I really just felt like he is a player that has. You can see the potential. Yeah. But you also see the rawness in him. Yeah, that's the and that's the rawness. Raw, and it's like if you I mean, granted, now at the end of the game he had a beautiful first touch on the left hand side where he pretty much just turns uh his shoulder mm-hmm. and he just takes it this one touch and he was able to turn it into space. But there's a lot of chances of where if he calms down a little bit, he's able to control the ball a little bit more in different situations yeah. and things though. I, yeah. It, this is the kind of game where now you get to see the real fortitude of Richmond. We didn't see last week the comeback ability. We didn't see that fighting grit that we saw against FC Tucson. And that's because Chattanooga had it, and Chattanooga was the better team of the day. Exactly. Like, you're going to yeah, run into were. that. And that's why, like, in USL League One, I don't think anyone's out of the playoff race. No. There, there's no. maybe, like, Orlando's out. New England's probably out. New England. Um, in South Georgia. South Georgia needed to win, I think, against Union Omaha on Friday. Well, I mean, South Georgia are still kind of in it. They're 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 in sixth place. Yeah, they're in it, but the way how they've been playing. To be honest with you, I think North Texas are more so out of it than 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 South Georgia is. I take that away. I think North Texas can higher than South Georgia, but that's just me. 
But they they might they might. Yeah. But at this point right now, like they're literally in ninth place. They're literally third to last. I mean, we'll see. Unless there's some drastic, massive turnaround. Yeah, I remember Arturo's back now. We're we're only halfway through the season. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so like, so to determine who's going to finish first or second, it is too. It's still too early. Yeah, I do feel know? that Greenville will end up in one of those top two spots based off unless there's some catastrophic just plummet. Yeah. Greenville is they have just been going. Yeah. So Union I'm, Omaha are danger because they're still they're the only undefeated team left in yeah. the league. And you got to give them their props, their props, you know. Yeah, you know. And my fault. We told him we got about the second goal. That won the game in the ninety what ninety third, ninety fourth minute. Ninety second, I think. Yeah, it was the ninety second. Which, by the way, we should have never gave Chattanooga that opportunity because it was a bad, it was a bad ball played back to Akira, I believe from Ian Antley, and it wasn't like he was under a lot of pressure. He was under pressure, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like. You have to scramble. Yeah. It was just a bad hit ball. And, and now first, Akira has to scramble to make sure that it's a throw and not a corner kick. Yeah. And once again, no one recognizes, like, oh, snap, he's making Hernandez is making the same. It's almost the same run. It's the same exact run. Except this time he just gets to the end line and just cuts it back to his on-running Stephen Beattie. That's it. And Beattie is literally alone just outside the six-yard box. That's it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I'm not pissed about it. Because we deserve to lose this game. We did not you we did not play well for 60 minutes. And it showed. Yeah, we didn't. I sound too calm. Like I sound like a serial killer right now. <laughs> <laughs> I sound way too calm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, a little murder don't hurt nobody. No, I'm, joking. I'm totally joking. Murder hurts. <laughs> um yeah. This podcast took Bad turn. Yeah, that was a dark turn. <laughs> that was a tough <laughs> turn. Um, but yeah, like I don't feel. I, I feel like this is the game where the team comes back. Hopefully, we get healthy. Um, we don't know the status of Mumbai. We did see one surprise appearance that we were not expecting. Yes, it, and it's funny because you actually <laughs> called it right before. You're like, we were talking about literally, what is it, like three, four minutes before he subs on? We we're literally like, talked about it before he got subbed off. Yeah, like, we're like, we have not seen David Diazzo at all this season. Guess who comes on for Matt Boulder? <laughs> David Diazzo. He's like, oh! <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess Darren hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he did on his first appearance? I mean, I, I don't feel this was the right game to judge him because he there wasn't much out of him but that's not because of him that was because of the way we were playing and also the way Chattanooga was closing out the midfield so literally almost every touch for him is a scramble was a scramble yeah. because we're passing the ball to him when he's got two three players crowding that wing so I, I don't I'm gonna reserve judgment on David Diago for another day because I think today I don't think it would be fair to judge him on this performance. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, he did things well. He didn't do everything great. Yeah. Um. I mean, but also you get thrown into a game where it's kind of just like we go from attacking to sitting in to then be like, all right, now we gotta go attack because Darren put on Stanley Alves, Bolognos, um, David, yeah. Greg Bean, and. It 
once again, it goes back to my point. I think the thing that this Rick Kicker squad is missing is a striker. Yeah. For Terzaga to play back in the midfield. Yeah. I think if, you know, next year, don't get me wrong, I'm highly impressed by this team. Yeah. I'm super impressed. There's a big, there's a <laughs> big, big difference between last year and this year. Yeah. Sure. However, I love is, doing podcasts in which I am happy. Yeah. <laughs> but, however, there is a big difference between the past six or seven games and today. Yeah. And that, to me, was a, a, that was a problem for yeah. me. For me, it was like this is not what you guys have looked at like up till now. No. And that, I mean, we got oh, uh, what's his name, Olex from yes. Seattle Sounders. He's yeah. coming in, so he maybe he's that striker that we're missing. And don't get me wrong, like Provon has done a great job. I think there is a spot in Provon. From now to the end of the season. Oh, definitely. Because he is a spark. He is that guy. That he just runs defensive Yeah, he is a spark plug. He runs, he goes. Yeah. He opens up a lot of space, but he's not the clinical finisher, which you need a striker play or the hold-up play. Yeah. You know? Because there's a lot of times when he gets subbed up, now we have to move Chizardi up to the striker part, and we lose that whole creative creative mid- midfield. Yeah. We lose you know? that, all that creativity in the midfield. Yeah. And if we even pull Riley Kraft up to that number 10 spot... Then you're losing that solidity in the midfield. Yeah, and Kraft is not a number ten. He's not a number ten. He's an eight. Yeah, and a, a damn good one, but he's an eight. You know. <laughs> yeah, he is. I, I just think like this Richmond Kicker squad. I know they are pissed in the locker room because they they're thinking about it as, and not as is two points that we throwing away. This is three points that we threw away. Yeah. yeah really. I mean, right, is, it's three it points. Is three lost. points. But I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like. Is is the disappointment of we knew we should have walked out of here with a win. We should have. We yeah. definitely should have walked out of here with a win. But once again, give full credit to Chattanooga. They showed up. And they definitely did. They did show yeah. up, and it hurts me to say it because for some reason I have some unexplained dislike for Chattanooga. Yeah, you I don't, do. I don't. <laughs> I can't even tell you why. I just, I just can't. It's just something about eh, eh, eh. Chattanooga Red Bulls. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Don't ask me why do you hit. Why do you not like Chattanooga Red Wolves? Can't give you an answer. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I think a lot of kickers fans are probably feeling the same. We we haven't seen you know the post game chats and stuff like that. Um, but the upcoming schedule, the next four games, I believe are OCB at home, Fort Lauderdale at home, mm-hmm. uh, Union Omaha on the road, and then it's close out again too. Uh, close out would be the next four. So, uh, yeah, Chattanooga is our last game. No, no, no. We have Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Union Omaha, and then Refs. So you play three. Suit. Yeah, that's right. You play three, two teams. Yeah. In that stretch, all at home. That's And then North Texas, which is technically a two team. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, just think about the next four. Yeah. OCB, Fort Lauderdale, Union no Omaha, Refs. No yeah. Those are your next four. We got through this four with seven points. Should have been eight. Really should have been 10. Really should have been 10. Yeah. But seven points out of these four, seven points out of the last four, you're like, all right, we got 14 points. Let's push those to the side. We lock those up. Now, the thing is, you got three games at home against three two teams, one in which for a lot of, I'll give you, that might be the tricky game in the middle of the week. It will be. But for a lot of, has also played well. It's yeah. not a, just a toss-up game. Yeah, it's not. Orlando City B, I think it's it's good that that's our next game. Yeah. Because if we were going into, I need to see OCB a comfortable win. OCB, 
with the attitude that we came into this Chattanooga game in, and this is, I think, kind of goes into why you're saying that you're not you're not mad at this loss, is if we got, went into that, that could have turned out very badly. Yeah. Because OCB, we need to remember what happened last year. Yeah. We, we gave, didn't show up. And we scored. gave OCB their first win of the season last yeah. year. They didn't. We didn't show up. We didn't show up, and so this might be a wake up call to make us go. You know. Yeah. Gun in guns blazing against OCB. Yeah, and I also think it's because of the fact of like, I need to see a comfortable win out of this Richmond Crooked Sky. We haven't seen a comfortable win yet. Not really. No, we haven't it's, seen it's, a comfortable. They've all been it's, close. It's been heart attack. One nil, two one, two one, two one. I mean, you know, one nothing. We need to see a comfortable win out of this Richmond Crooked You got two games coming up in which you can you can't have comfortability. You can be comfortable, and then. Union Omaha, which is going to be a tough game, you know it will be, and it's and it's in Omaha. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game, and then you come oh, back home and you play a, refs too. That's, a, that's an eight o'clock start for that one. Yeah, but luckily it's not Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So and it's not a midweek. No, the midweek is the four line. Yeah. So, anything else up out of you, my man? Before we wrap up this uh, pregame, um, I mean, post game, it's definitely post game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not really. Um, I just want to see, I would maybe want to see David Diazo at, again, against OCB. Probably not start. I would say that we need to start the same team we started today. Um, my thing is, I think this would be the perfect game to embed, um, O'Alex. Also, David, um, and maybe Stanley, or I don't. Well, I mean, I would I say think, more so Stanley. I yeah. think because it's Stanley to start against OCB, it would probably be good to go in a hundred percent hard and just go for the jugular. And I think that would be a perfect opportunity for Stanley to be a target striker, to be someone who's going to try yeah. and finish, to 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 take shots while you know. We're not too worried about what Luke Pavone brings with that high press and disrupting the defense. We're just trying to get the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, and I mean Stanley, and maybe t- bring him on later to yeah. disrupt anything. And Stanley has shown he's shown glimpses of hold up play. I think it needs yes. to be polished. But once again, like Bolognos, it's raw. Yeah, they're young guys. Like these are guys that either just got they just got finished playing college soccer. No real pro experience, so they're learning as they yeah, go. Exactly, the best experiences. On the job experience, yeah. right as you go. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think you could definitely see a start out of Stanley. I think you can see um, David. I don't I, mind I giving Scotty a break. Yeah, Scott, I, I don't think, think Scotty has been. I think he's played every single minute of the game season so far, unless um, I'm missing a sub appearance. But I yeah, think probably um, when we had South Georgia. Yeah, with, that um, might be the only game he didn't. The, the game isn't that the game that Debose got. Yeah. yeah, that's the so, only one. Yes. Um, well, yeah, I don't mind giving Scotty a, a, a set, giving David Starr there. Um, I'm going to ask you this question. I don't want you looking at me crazy. How do you feel about Akira? Are you a little bit I, – I, I, let me fix this. I feel like Akira is safe hands, but do you think this is the last year we see of Akira? Do you think, like, next year we could possibly see another goalkeeper coming in? or Maybe. Do you think we see one more year of Akira and then another goalkeeper pushing on? Maybe. So I think that it's, it's a race with time right now. 
to get someone else game ready, first team ready. Okay. Um, because those are some big shoes to fill. Yeah. Those are some big shoes to fill because Akira has really has really stood tall um, these past two years. Even last year with the rough year we had, he was by far and away our best player. Yeah, you know, and of course, you know, you you had the the, the flair and the and the greatness of uh, Joe Gallardo, but Akira stood on his head for like at least eighty percent of the games we we've, we've played so far last season and this season. Yeah, so it, it's it's a race with time right now. Let's we need to find his replacement, and it can't just be anybody. No. so I mean, like we said last week, FC Tucson is a trip. And Chattanooga on the road, far trip. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know what it is. Those are the only two places in my memory that, I can that think we of. haven't outside won. of North Texas that we have not won at. Those those three places we have not won at. Yeah. Of course, not Union Omaha or Fort Lauderdale because they they, they just literally got here. just came in the league. They just got yeah. They just yeah. Got here. But we haven't played them yet. You so, know. but and I and I don't even think we can really put North Texas in that category because of the dominance that North Texas had last year. So it wasn't even like, wait, why are we not winning? That that one was, okay, it's North Texas. And I think that was almost everyone in USL League One was like, well, it's North Texas. But Chattanooga and Tucson, it's like we play them at home and we beat them and then we go and play them away and it's like, what happened? So. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, man. Anything else for you before we finally wrap up? No, I think we that's just, it. We get to finish early. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the earliest we have ever finished recording. Yeah. I get to relax for the rest of the day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I don't get to relax again. Yeah, man. Got daddy duties. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. guessed up with an 18-year bill. I did not. Yeah. yeah. It's, not um, just, it's not just a bill. It's just a full-time job plus overtime. On top of the job I have. <laughs> yeah, sucks to be you. Um, we want to say thank you to our sponsors at Roughneck Scars, Icarus FC, For the Culture, and Two Cents FC. If you're looking to get some dope swag, a scarf, a sweat, a sweatshirt, uh, some stickers, go to Two Cents FC. Um, you can check them out on Twitter and Instagram. Use the code RiverCity93 to get 10% off your latest order. As always, this is Elliot. This is Shanir. We'll check you guys out later. Keep us on the good side, guys. We'll all let you in.